0: 5and2podcast is a proud member of the Southern Star Productions Podcast Network. I want to take a little time right here at the beginning of the show to let you know how to contact the show, mainly because we forgot to record that part of the show. But you can check us out on the web at tinyurl.com 5and2podcast. It's all spelled out 5and2podcast. Our email address is 5and2podcast at gmail.com. Without further ado, here is the 5 and 2 podcast with Russ Tollison.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the 5 and 2 podcast. I'm Russ, your host here, and I'm sitting with TJ, Mm -hmm. the man, Medlock.
0: And we're actually doing this different this week. Very different. We're actually in the studio, the home of Southern Star Productions, our production company. And uh, Russ, thank you for coming over and doing it here. I actually got a pretty decent little setup here. Oh yeah. It's
1: no, thank you for allowing us to do that here oh, yeah. in the in the confides of your natural space. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hopefully, uh, soon, within the next year, we'll have our own actual studio. Yeah. So, um, and it'll be not just this podcast, but all the Southern Star Production podcasts, which is going to be really cool. Sure. You know, the Lord really blessed me with a lot of things, and that's one thing that uh, I'm just happy that is coming around,
1: so. Isn't it cool how if we, if we're patient, or maybe... Put in situations to make us patient. Yeah. All the uh, opportunities. Oh, yeah. That we didn't see before, you know. Oh, yeah. Or wouldn't have wouldn't have seen mm-hmm. had we not had to slow down and look around. I mean. Yeah. Just in the last few months, you know, there's been some other stuff going, but there's, because, because of that, you know, there's been plenty.
0: Eyes have been opened.
1: Yeah, right. Plenty of, so, plenty of clarity.
0: Speaking of the last few months, just. Okay you know yeah tell us just want that. to say um you know between me and russ we've had some health issues going Man. on you before christmas and me after christmas so uh just a little background for uh, our listeners and yes. you know you know at this point y'all will know so y'all can pray and russ is continuing to pray Definitely. for me and I really do appreciate it. and i've got several churches that i've told been told that they're praying for me yes. cuz i'm <laughs> well known in my area for That's whatever right. reason but um, 39 years old, finally I got congestive heart failure, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, tachycardia, which the last three are taken care of or getting taken care of really Good. well. The congestive heart failure, not so much right now. It's no better but no worse, preliminary. guess gotcha. So worst case scenario, we'll have to have a pacemaker and then, you know, you know it's a routine procedure now, so. Just thank you for your continued support. and you know, thank, uh, you know, my church and all the churches and everybody that's praying yeah. for me. And, you know, getting that and then, uh, you know, something I really was embarrassed to talk about for many, many years, you know. I'm actually going to see a therapist now for, you know, possibly get a diagnosis of PTSD from the fire department, other life events, EMS, and all the other little ventures I've had in life. And so – you know, Lord's Lord showed me a different side of myself in right. the past few months. I mean, it's been you know sitting at the house for the first three weeks after Christmas, and your mind wanders. Sure, but I'm I'm getting the help that I need now, finally, and get, you know got the right doctors in place, the right people in place now, and a great support structure with right. you know my Christian family and. You know, my family and my extended family with all my friends and whatnot. and Just, you know, continued support is, you know, what we need here in this family right now. So, but thank y'all so much. And, hey, any day I'm six and a half feet above ground is a good day. That's
1: right. Yes, sir. (laughs) Being able to see the flowers and not the roots. That's what I've heard before. Exactly. Uh, No, but just encouragement in that area. There's a lot of folks, including, you know, you and, and me and many others, who feel like, well, I have faith in God, so I don't need to go see a therapist, or I don't need to go to a neurosurgeon, or whatever the case may be. What good is it? Is the power if of, we have if we have the tools and we don't use them? You yeah, know, the so. power
0: of prayer heals, but it's not a you know not everybody gets that miracle where you know the cancer goes away, Correct. the diabetes goes away. What well, diabetes don't go away, but um, you know the blockage goes away in your heart, which I don't have one thing. Thank you, Lord. I don't yeah. have a blockage, right. which is weird because I eat fried food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's scary to go from not being, ever being a, a hospital patient, ever. Only time I'd ever been in the ER when I was taking patients in when I worked EMS. Right. And never been, never had an IV put in my arm. I mean, I'd, I'd had blood drawn. You know, I had to do that for the fire department for physicals, but never had an IV put in my arm more than five minutes. And never been admitted to the hospital. To being admitted to the hospital, having to wear a heart defibrillator, which is not like I'm gonna just keel over. So don't don't (laughs) think that. Um, And having to take insulin, having to take five medicines in the mornings, and watching what I eat, and having at 39 years old having a tube shoved up your wrist into your heart for a heart cath. It's scary. It really was, but imagine. you know the the one thing that's brought me through it so far is knowing that God's gonna get me through this. But that's yeah, right. exactly what you were talking about. You know, the power of prayer does heal, but you know, not everybody gets that miracle. But he, well, puts I mean, there the are anointed places.
1: There are anointed doctors. There are anointed surgeons. There are people who went to school far longer than I've ever attempted to. Yeah. That that one. There's some of them in there that have faith in God, but also they are so sure. And their knowledge and their abilities, you know, this just, it helps that trust aspect. It helps that, you know, you're in the hands of God, obviously, mm-hmm. but you're also in the hands of those who are passionate about what they do. Exactly. So if you're seeking help, find that good Christian leadership. Pray about that. Pray about who you're getting involved with, because God's going to line it up. He's already got it lined up before you even asked about it, the Bible says. So wow. we're just going to stand in agreement that you'll continue to be healed. Yeah. You know,
0: well, I appreciate that. The biggest,
1: biggest thing we can do is well, stay t- plugged t- I'll in. I'll tell you
0: this. I had a, um, one of the executives at the um, EMS service that I worked with one time. He said, our job is 50% physical, 50% mental. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, we can do all we can do. But when that, without getting too morbid, when the patient sure. starts going downhill and you know, there's nothing else you can do for that patient. In the back of that, back of that rig. At that point, you just comfort because yeah. it's in God's hands now. That's right. And it, and you know, I had been around a lot of sacrilegious and people in the EMS and whatnot, and but I've been around a lot of Christian people in EMS and fire, and that really surprised me for him to say that. And I'm like, wow, that just that hit home because, you know, I was a part of that. And then, you know, you got to you comfort the family and go, you know, we're going to do everything we can. Knowing you can't do anything, but then you just comfort the family. We're going to do everything we can. We'll get them to the hospital, do everything. They can do everything they can. But you know that, you know, from your training right. and your knowledge and whatnot that
1: um, there's nothing we That's can do. That's the thing. We're, we're limited. Mm-hmm. God, God is unlimited, and He'll give
0: us He'll we're give us the tools that we need. That. But when it's time, it's time.
1: That's right. He's. And I've had to come to that realization. To
0: yeah. All right. So, um, well, Russ, um, kind of, i was sitting at lunch yesterday, <laughs> and we're recording this on a Saturday, so I was sitting at lunch yesterday. No, actually, uh, dinner last night, about five o'clock. One of my favorite spots in Anderson, and Russ sent me a an article. And said, this is what I'm talking about. Not the person in the article, just sure, the right, message. Right. And it, I was like, okay. So I started reading it. It's very interesting. So Russ has a really, really, really cool um, – we're actually making this a series. So the fish stick sandwich of this uh, is going to be a series now yes. for a little while. Not sure. And Russ was telling me uh, – and I, I'm not trying to take your thunder here. No, but, you're good. No, um, go with it. There, there's a lot of um, – a lot of interesting stuff that's coming up with this. And we were talking before we hit the record button about different... Um, well, let's just go ahead and say it. The, the top is demons. Right. And there there's... Well, we'll get into that in leftovers in just a little bit. Yeah. So, ramble time. And we're going to get right into it. And we're going to start with... The hashtag Fish Dick sandwich.
1: Fish Dick sandwich. I love
0: that you come up with that hashtag.
1: Well, you know... <laughs> I'm not good for much, but senseless, pointless phrases. Mm-hmm. I've got a bag, bag of them. I've got them ready all the Y'all time. Gotta hear
0: sermons. <laughs> oh gosh,
1: <clears throat> uh, but no. We what I want to talk about today is not much. It's not again, like he said. I'm not going to talk about the person. You're going to know exactly where it's from when you hear this. If you're if you pay attention to any mm-hmm. religion news or world news or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, but also not just. The topic is from what this person said, but the reason we're going to make this uh, this demons uh, thing a series is because the church is ignorant. Mm-hmm. The church is ignorant of the principalities that we war against, right? We do not war against flesh and blood. We're seeing a lot of flesh and blood, mm-hmm. uh, but there's something a lot bigger and a lot more, I guess, sinister Going on behind the curtain that we can't see, so we're we're going to have to plug in to the unseen, right? Exactly. So uh, I'm very very excited about that, and it's just funny how like we were talking there uh, before the before the show is that um, not only have I been studying this personally because that's one of my favorite things. How can how can I be an advocate for Christ and my favorite thing to study is demons, you know? Yeah. But it's just because we need to know what better way to prepare ourselves, not only being plugged into God. That's the major and first thing that we should do. But number two, I want to know what the enemy is going to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So if I know the enemy's plan, if I know what he's made of, if I know the way he thinks, the way he moves, I'm going to be better off in not really countering that, but mm-hmm. resisting, as the Bible tells us to do, or being able to see it. Before well, it takes,
0: I, I give you an analogy, and it just just popped in my head. A lot of things just popped in my head. Y'all have heard Woo. this before. Um, <clears throat> take like I'm, I'm. I love World War Two documentaries. That was a you know a, a bad time, but a you know a good time in history. You know, a lot of history happened there in between thirty three and Thirty nine. And 45, yeah. 39 and 45, 1933,
1: 1939
0: and 1945, just so we clarify that. There you go, yeah. Um, but you're talking about, you know, knowing what the enemy's doing. You take the German Enigma machine. When the, when the Allies got a hold of that, they knew what the Germans were doing. And the the Italians and the Japanese and, you know, with the, with the Navajo Code Talkers, with the Japanese – You know, knowing what the enemy was doing is what made the allies win World War II. Correct. And take down the Nazis and you know the Italian, the fascists in Italy, and the um, the Japanese and whatnot. So, for those that are trying to figure out, you know, I like to put real world situations and history and stuff into stuff to kind of help my mind. And I know there's a lot of people out there that think like me that, you know, how does that play into the real world? What is he talking about? That's exactly what I'm how talking about. How do we apply that? Yeah. Right? N- no, one, no one, you know, think of take World War II. God is the allies and the devil is the Axis powers. And, you know, they had hey, they had a way of communicating with each other. And God has showed us. This is in in the Bible. Showed us. This is what the enemy is going to do. Right. Be prepared.
1: That's right. He said it many times, mm-hmm. especially throughout the Old Testament. That's where you see all these wars and mm-hmm. and stuff. And even what we're experiencing now, we're prophesied wars. Okay. So mm-hmm. the tactics haven't changed. But the, 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 the body of Christ's faith mm-hmm. has changed. Yes. Uh, for the worse, unfortunately. So that's why I've started really, No, it's good. In there. We need. That's why I feel like that this this is such a good section. It's not coincidence. I don't believe anything's coincidental. But like I said, you know, I've been studying this, and then you know, if I saw that article, and boom, we have stuff for the show. But two this morning, a friend text about a similar thing to have to do with demonic activity or possession, all this stuff. So there is a need for the church. And even people that aren't of the church, I hope that we have listeners that aren't Christians and that are open-minded and that we're able to converse. You know, We haven't been able to get connected with anyone personally yet, but I know that there is something, God promises that his word will not return void. So on that same token, and I want to just warn you on this, what we learn from scripture, what we know about demons, what we know about freedom, what we know about... Uh, live in a sinless life all that stuff, we are responsible for it, yeah at that point, so
0: knowledge is power, correct. what was that what was that thing on n b c years ago that said you know the more you know, oh gosh, yeah, the more you know, I need to get that get that uh that sound clip and put it in there somewhere right, <laughs> okay, go ahead, I'm sorry,
1: it was, no let's, it's let's good. get back on target here. We're on it, no, and uh, I'll just start with this. I'll start with the article. Okay. Okay? Go ahead. I'm not going, like I said, and when you hear this, you're going to know exactly who it's from. If you've paid any attention to stuff, I just want to get that out there again. Uh, Understand that I am not bashing this pastor. I am not uh, belittling in any way. What I'm going to focus on is this real conversation, Mm -hmm. this real situation, because this happens more. This has just been publicized. This happens, and you have to know that this kind of stuff happens Everywhere. Yes. Okay. this, Like I said, this is just one instance where the limelight has been on this guy for the past few years. So they're just, I guess, gaslighting, if you want to call it that. Uh But anyway, th- this situation here is this. I'm going to read just a few segments. I didn't print out the whole thing, but there are a few things that I want to cover there. And he says in this letter, uh, or what was written up about him, is uh the offering was over and the worship team of Global Vision Bible Church had just finished singing "Oh How I Love Jesus" when the nameless pastor began telling his church about his conversations with demons. Conver- so wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. I, I, you're telling me that this pastor told the congregation that he actually talked with demons.
1: He had conversations with demons. After, oh, and again, oh, okay. how I love Jesus. Okay, then he goes, okay. then he goes, tells the church his conversations with demons. Okay. Let's talk about this really quick. And I always say really quick, and that's usually a sign <laughs> that it's going to be really long. Most well, you, of the time. Are, you are a
0: Baptist preacher. Right?
1: So. <laughs> but demons, okay, we're going to call them unclean spirits because that's what the Bible calls them numerous times. First, God will never communicate with us through any other way than through His Word. Mm-hmm. Never has He ever communicated to His people through devils that tormented them. No. Okay, ne- why? that don't even make sense. For yeah. first of all, first red flag: if you got a pastor that's talking with the devil, you need to you need to leave. You need to get out of there. Yeah, but He's not going to converse through converse through us with through His Word other than His Word. That word will always be confirmed by the witness of the Holy Spirit, right? That's who we have. That's what we've got. And right here in Hebrews uh, chapter 1, verse 14, it says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? He's talking about angels, right? God's going to communicate and comfort us. He sent angels even to Jesus to comfort him and strengthen him during the time after he fasted and prayed for what was about to go down. Uh, which we'll celebrate here in a couple months, right? The Easter, right? But so he's going to he's going to talk to us through his word only. Um, and it will always be confirmed by the Holy Spirit. Three things to sum up is that demons are real. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not saying that they're not. The unclean spirits are real. Uh, they wh- can
0: whether they be a you know an earthly or a. Almost really heavenly, but you know, like a a spirit. And I see demons as there are fleshly demons also.
1: Sure. I believe in possession. There's yeah. definitely demon possession. I mean Jesus uh and we well, and, and yeah. brought
0: up before we hit the record button that I'll bring up, you know, oh, yeah, later on in, like I said in um leftovers.
1: But we need to know the unclean spirits are real. They can communicate with us and we them, but we should not. Bible addresses that we're going to get on that on another show. Uh, The 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 extremes of that, and the only place they uh, they only have place or are welcome, where the Holy Spirit of God is not. So think about that. Mm -hmm. If I am in, and again I'm not judging this guy. I'm just talking the 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 material here. Yeah, the part of this what the phrasing I guess is that if I am. Comfortably Communicating With demons And telling telling them And I'm going to read more of this article here What they said And then I'm going to tell God's people What they said mm-hmm. That that's, that's confusing If we're not supposed to be communicating With them no. We've been given position over them The Bible says Because greater is he that is in us Mm-hmm. Than he is in the world that that the the devils are alive. My favorite Bible verse is James two nineteen. You believe there is one God. You do well. The devils also believe and they tremble. Mm-hmm. They're not our friends.
0: That's kind of like they're, that's <laughs> they're not like on our team. A movie going going and watching a movie at the movie theaters and hearing you know someone using the Lord's name in vain and then coming right back into the pulpit and using that same verbiage. Right. I mean that's what it, it makes, makes zero sense. Yeah. Like exactly.
1: how can you? How can you claim? Anyway, I'm again before we get on something else. So
0: we have a tendency to do that sometimes.
1: Yeah, well, there's just so much information, man. Oh, I want to share. And that's why you're that.
0: wanting to do this, this multi-part series. Yeah, and I'm going
1: to try to keep it a series because I can regurgitate it all right now, or we can take it in small bites. And I feel yeah. like it's safer to do that. One, it gives us time to examine the scripture mm-hmm. on the matter. It gives us time to say, "Hey, have I been functioning?" Functioning in like demonic activity mm-hmm. and didn't know it. Yeah, because that that's the biggest thing is that we do things as people, especially as Christians, that we think is of God, but really, is a work mm-hmm. of the enemy, and because we're we're ignorant of the Word of God. But on continue continue on the article, it says, he said those demons had revealed the names of a group of full-blown spell-casting witches who had been sent to infiltrate global vision of a non-denominational church east of Nashville, Tennessee, where the nameless pastor is the head over the church there. So first thing, he said, those demons, so there's multiple, Mm -hmm. right? Told him, we saw in the thing before, and revealed, yo. Demonic activity comes in many forms, and the most common description of demons or their activity is familiar spirits, okay? And I've been reading a book uh, called Strongman's His Name, What's His Game by authors Dr. Jerry and Carol Robertson. Uh, And
0: I'll put a link to that also. I definitely
1: encourage you to read it. It's very simple. Where did you get the book? I got it off Amazon. Okay. I will put the link to Amazon.
0: On there So anybody that wants to uh, Pick that up and use it Maybe a And I as a think study maybe guy. Kendall
1: Kendall might have it Okay I'm not sure
0: But uh, but I'll, I'll definitely find You know This is
1: a very Now they teach in it But it's a very simple overview Look man You can You can have notes Oh wow you, I mean it's a description Of, of different right. things That we Daily function in That we don't see Because we don't know That we need to see it okay. We don't know That we need to be prepared For that So I'm not going to Pull a lot out of their stuff But I just want you to know That's where I'm getting it's all—the the things I study, the first thing I evaluate is this. How much scripture are they following in their writings? Okay. Uh, they follow it 100%. So if you're reading stuff, it's just good sayings, it's just good virtue, whatever. Be careful with that. It might be good knowledge. It might get you through some stuff. But if it's not 100% from scriptural basis, it's just going to be confusing. You know, you're not going to have anything to go to. You're not going to have—you're not going to have— uh, I don't know what word I'm looking for.
0: The right. Take. You're not gonna have the, the right confidence takes. in what you're trying to teach yeah. and
1: what you're trying to go over. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right.
1: Okay. So yeah. So we're, we're we're still just on the topic of that. So we said those demons. There's multiple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Revealed. I want you to go to First Peter. 1 Peter. Five eight. It says, "Be sober. Be vigilant." Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour.
0: Now, which version are you using?
1: Now, that's this is out of the King James here, okay. uh, simply because my my Kindle doesn't have the versions I, I like to use on it right now. But in the in the better in the best terminology ever, first he goes: the adversary the devil.
0: Good versus you're, evil. you
1: you're 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 talking to a problem you're talking to adversity you're talking to uh you're talking to and getting information and spreading information to the flock that you're supposed to be protecting from things like that saying that he told me this so you need to believe it how many adversaries would you trust
0: none
1: none (laughs) i mean point blank you didn't even have to think about that it was like none why am i going to trust an enemy Not only my enemy, but God's enemy, and that's who we serve. Uh, So I just thought that was very, uh, it just befuddled me a little bit. But think of this, familiar spirits, I just mentioned that a second ago about uh, familiar spirits. The key word is spirits there, and I want to go real quick to a note about spirits that I wrote, is that they don't have physical abilities, they don't have physical bodies, your dead relative, I'm about to make some people mad though, Mm. listen to this, your your dead relative is not trying to contact you to tell you that they're proud of you, or any of that, and we're going to get on that on some other episodes, because, especially now, I know they've been doing it for a long, long time, there are people seeking out mediums, there are people who says they've seen their dead relative, and all this kind of stuff, and I too have thought I've you know, in a dream, or I've seen this or that. The Bible says that is not so. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, you know, I'm not bashing anybody with that. We need to be educated, and that's what we're doing.
0: The mind is the devil's playground sometimes. Yeah.
1: It says by the renewing of your mind. We need to be renewing our mind by the Word of God. It says, you know, and I, and just, just to clarify and, and push that a little bit harder, you know, about the spirits and all this stuff, stop going. Stop listening to the mediums. Pastors and teachers who lead out of fear or have truth, which there's no such thing. It's either the truth or it ain't, you know, and uh, be educated by his word. All this stuff like this is going to do is bring more hurt, more confusion, and that is not of God. God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, scripture says. So... What I'm imagining, I don't know what's going on in that church. I don't know what's going on, you know, with people who are also under leadership like this. Mm-hmm. But for me, what I would personally think when I hear this kind of stuff or I've witnessed this kind of stuff, it's like, so can I Can I talk to devils? Can I go to these palm readers and all this stuff? You know, if my pastor's talking to devils, I guess I can too. And yeah. You know, all this kind of stuff. I just feel like that we don't need to create any more access to them. The Bible says don't give them. Don't give the uh, enemy a foot. Don't give him opportunity to come into your life and manipulate your mind, manipulate your body. Mm -hmm. All this kind of stuff. Because, again, spirits don't have bodies. That's why there's so much possession. Angels have bodies. Mm -hmm. Right? This is a third of heaven we're talking about. These demons. A third of heaven that was cast out. Spirits, and that's why there's possession, that's why we have to be careful. We need, but how are you going to be careful about something you don't know? Mm -hmm. How are you going to be able and be prepared if you're not being prepared? Mm -hmm. You know, that's a little bit redundant, but you get what I'm saying. It's like we have to be subject to the word of God. So he continues, he goes on to say, To God be the glory, I lie not. He told the congregation. Uh, which was meeting in a packed tent on the church's property, we got first and last names of six witches that are in our church. And you know what's strange. Three of you are in this room right now. Mm. Okay. This is not to say that there aren't witches there or in different ministries and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you this, just by biblical reference, if the demons said there's six, there's probably eight or nine. You know the devil can't tell the truth exactly, and I'm gonna read some scripture on that here shortly, but i just I just think about this stuff he's either very bold, and again, I'm not bashing him i'm just, he's he's the subject his yeah. conversation is the subject, so this person uh any persons that that would speak like this or talk like this saying that the word that they got from a devil. Is truth. Mm. There's something going on. There's something, there's something like I said, there's always something deeper. Mm. Right? We know that things stem from other things. So different problems, different thought processes, whatever. We need to pray for this pastor and other pastors like him. We need to pray for the church because oh, yeah. if the church is not being educated by the word of God, not man's opinion, but the word of God.
0: Now one quick thing I got on my on my brain. Yeah. Is this pastor the full time pastor at this church, or was this like a evangelist? Or
1: no, no, so this was. This his... is the head. Okay, so this, this is, is his the head of it. Head. Got you. Correct. Yeah. Got you. All
0: right. Um, this, I just, I just had that thought. I'm like, no, this is not a
1: hire. This is not somebody who just popped in and whatever. This is somebody who has built influence in this city, wow. not just the church. Okay. And even the state, and it's, and it's even grown and gotten. Uh, National attention, Mm, which is even more troublesome to me Mm -hmm. because not only are you ministering to and witnessing to the several hundred people in this building, now there are thousands across the nation, across the world, if it's on this website that I got this from, that are able to access this obscenity. And that's you know. and
0: that goes into what I was bring going to bring up later on, and and I I, I can't, I hate, I can't I it up. <laughs> I'll get it out in a minute. I hate keeping bringing it up. We're gonna br- we're gonna bring this up in leftovers, but that way right. it keeps it fresh in my mind. But that's kind of the same thing.
1: The enemy, okay. We're talking about what the enemy is, what the demonic activity is. Okay, the spirit. The enemy has only come to accuse, confuse, and overcome. Okay, and we know it best by John ten ten he has come to only kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would you take the devil's word over god's word why Why are you in conversation with demons and spirits We're we're that is just That's not of God, it's not of what he what he called us to do. And I was like, why has a pastor anointed, called out shepherd of God's flock, conversing with demons when he has complete access to the Father for complete and clear discernment? Mm-hmm. This is what what I'm getting from this, this, this short segment here, is that he's saying the devil told me this, you need to listen. I don't know, I just can't get away from that. I just can't get like how in the world or why? Why would you say the devil told me this? He he should be weighing that by the word. He Mm -hmm. should be weighing. And if he was, he would be doing what we're doing right now, I believe. You're seeing in Scripture that that's not so. You're seeing in Scripture that Jesus didn't even challenge them. Jesus didn't even accuse them. You know, I wrote down this, is that Satan accuses, but God knows.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Accusation has to be proven. God don't have to prove anything. He already knows the outcome. He already knows uh, what I needed from His Word to be able to make it through this situation or that one, and He also gave us the ability to overcome. The Bible says we are more than overcomers; mm-hmm. those that trust, those that believe. And I believe that's where we're where we're seeing the fallacy in the body of Christ is because there's no faith. You're having faith in a man that's saying he talked to devils, and to me that's a that's a new age. Scare tactic, as far as the hellfire and brimstone, and not not talking about it against that because a lot of good came out of that. Mm -hmm. But this thing right here, you ain't gonna hear me say I talk to devils. I don't want to talk to him. Mm. He gives me enough trouble. I don't want to be his friend.
0: Exactly.
1: If I'm talking to you, that means I'm relative to you, right? Or I'm I'm familiar Mm -hmm. with you, and that's what familiar spirits. Like I'm not talking. Well, familiarity
0: can be can be construed in a couple of different ways Correct. Yeah. that you're familiar that you know you're familiar with them like you know buddy buddy like me and you but then you've got familiar as in you know that they're there
1: right and we should be you, you should know we that should they're be there. aware
0: yeah be aware but and that's one of them things resist you, you, you don't want to <laughs> you know you've heard a whole adage of um in the old cliche of um keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. No, you don't want to keep those enemies close at all. No, heck no. You just want to know that they're there and know that they're bad and know that, you know, at, at that point, you want
1: to keep your friends closer and God's your friend, so... That's right. He says to the congregation he had gotten the names while casting out a demon of a person who had recently been coming to that church.
0: Now you're starting to get into... You know, if you're naming people, that goes more into, into the judgment.
1: Right. Now we are given. Again, this is this is going to continue in our other segments yeah. there, but the Bible never tells us that we can't judge. It says you don't know how to judge, so you probably shouldn't do it. But if you're going to judge, do it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, judge it by the Word of God. Test it by the Word of God. Test everything. Yes. Uh, And that's why I tell the church all the time, like, don't, you don't believe me? Test it by the word. Because that's all I'm preaching. Because I don't know anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I, the Bible tells me in in a different phrasing, but when I became a child of God, I gave up Mm -hmm. my opinion. I gave gave it up. Mm -hmm. Now, I had to learn that, and I'm still learning that. Because I'm very opinionated. And it's hard to, it's hard to find that balance in there that, okay. How is this going to affect what I'm about to say, what I'm about to pray, what I'm about to whatever lead with? What is that? How is that going to affect those in, in front of me? Or who may listen to the podcast later or see our videos online or whatever. We have to be able to discern. And the only way you're going to be able to discern by the word and will of God is by being in the word and will of God and getting that confirmation to the Holy Spirit. He goes on to say later in this in this paragraph, He went on to describe the exorcism in detail, quoting the demon with a scruffy voice who accused worshipers at the Church of Being Witches. What did we just saw? He is the accuser. In Revelation
0: 12.10. Which is something I want to challenge you on. Uh Since you said Revelation, it just popped in my head. Again, things pop in my head. That's good. Um, I would love to see a revelation series on here at some point oh yeah you to bring that oh yeah well revelation is a is a book that is god's not trying to scare us but it is an interesting time in the bible and And we're in it and and we're in it we're in it we we, we need to see that and i've i've i had I, i had a friend of mine he had a like a I think it was like 400 pages. I could be wrong about that, the number, but it was a lot of pages. And he, he I said, Will you print that out for me? He said, Nuh-uh. I'll give you the file. And I don't even know what happened to the file, yeah. but it was uh, a friend of mine that um, he was a paramedic friend of mine and one of my supervisors. And he um, was going through um, seminary school. God had led him, he had had some life events and whatnot, and God had led him to become a pastor. And he did this whole series, and I read some of the stuff, and it wasn't his interpretation of it; it was word for word. And the research that he did on the Book of Revelation matched up exactly with the Bible, and he put it into terms that you know dummies like me could understand.
1: Sure, I mean, that's...
0: I mean, there's there's so, much in, there's so much in there, and you know, like I said, we're we're in those times. Correct. And if you don't see it, go read Revelation you'll understand. Oh, my gosh. You know, there's, there's well, I mean, so much When that- you
1: begin reading Revelation, it's very good. I mean, we have to know, and a lot of the things that the church is not doing is knowing the – who it was written to, when it was written, mm-hmm. what was going on in that government at the time, okay – But how it can be applied today. Nothing's new under the sun, Scripture says. And everything that's happening, everything that's going to happen, God already knows about it. He's already got it handled. When you study the end times, you've got to study some of the major prophets. Like Ezekiel talks about the end times a lot. Mm -hmm. Daniel is a major prophet. Uh, study on this in times and, and to know What's going to happen You've got to know It's all demonic Exactly Okay We're just going to tie it back, Loop it right back around To It's all demonic activity And all he All the demonic All the, the Lucifer and, and I call him The king of the losers that, that You know All he has come to do Is to Challenge God's word mm-hmm. That's all he's ever done So when we start Allowing him in We start allowing His word Over God's word we're doing the same thing. We're saying, you know, he started in the garden. Surely you won't die. Mm-hmm. After God said, if you do this, you will die. Mm-hmm. Death is your reward mm-hmm.
0: for that. It's kind of like the devil's, like like that four-year-old kid in Kmart that, you know, some of our, if we have any younger listeners that might not know what Kmart <laughs> is, but, um, you know, I always say, you know, getting getting spanked like a four-year-old in Kmart <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've always heard that. But the devil, you know, you you said it right. He challenges God. He's like that four year old that he keeps poking his mama. Yeah,
1: like in he's like he's eventually going to win. Yeah. Had he known what, Jesus so in other words, God's going <laughs> to
0: spank him like a four year old. Oh, martyr. it's going to be it's going
1: to be the end, man. And we're going to witness it. We're going to get to see that. Absolutely. You know, so
0: it'll be a wonderful time.
1: And you know something we have to, you know, we, we need to remember is that demons cannot create; they only impersonate. Mm-hmm. That whole thing of, well, the devil made me do it? No, he didn't. Mm -mm. We're evil by Mm ourselves. You know, we have evil intentions in our heart. We want to do what we want to do. It all goes back to the
0: Garden of Eden when when the serpent um, told Eve to eat the apple. It's
1: always been about choice. Yeah. Right? You can believe God or you cannot believe God. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the choice. And that's our major thing. We get on this theological train uh, uh, train of thought of this... uh, this crazy tangent of doctrine and all this stuff. Paul preached so much on doctrine because that was the biggest division in the church, and it still is. So I'm not going to get on that right now. But there's a lot in there. So you talk about the, the accuser.
0: About it. it just, you know, you, you have a, pop, a thought that pops in your head, and it, and, it, and it ties in. That's, you know, that's God's work.
1: And, you know, so, so I've been talking pretty much against this view mm-hmm. that, that's been presented on here. But I want to ask two questions. As I was studying, as I was writing, and it may just be one of those confusing moments with me, but two thoughts. One, what if it's true? Or two, what if it's a distraction? Uh,
0: The what if it's true. This is my thought. This is my outside looking in. Because you've done more research on this than I have. It can't be true. Because God said I am the way, the truth, and the light.
1: That's it. And nobody can get to the Father. Exactly. Except through him. That's right. I'm so, with you.
0: So So him talking to demons, it can't be true. Because
1: Not getting direction exactly. for the church for God's church. Heck no.
0: Because if he's if he's getting You know, we, we, we mentioned this before we hit the record button though. If he's getting his direction from the devil, from demons. At that point, is he a false prophet? Mm -hmm. Is he a imposter of a pastor? And uh, we're not judging or, you know, ridiculing this, this pastor. But is he, is he the devil incarnate? You know, it did is he possessed? We 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 used right, the we're word about possession a while ago. Yeah. is he was he
1: possessed at this moment?
0: Is he still possessed?
1: What is he doing to be able to converse with demons? Yes, you've got to be doing, you've got to be doing some sort of witchcraft to be able to do that. You've yeah. got to be able to, you've got to be doing something. It ain't like how we we pray to the Father. It ain't that they they have to be conjured up. Yes. our God is here with us all all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's something going on in there. Uh but I believe the answer like you said, what if it's true? It's not true. He may be talking to demons, but it ain't of God. It mm-hmm. ain't God didn't lead him to go speak to a demon. But also it is it is a distraction mm-hmm. for the pastor. Cuz if if so, if that's going on, if you're having connections like that with the adversary and you're confident to get up and spread it to the body something going on there's something different going on there but he keeps going on here and I'm going to try to sum this up because it is a lot (laughs) Um, it goes on to say like he threatened he said if you if you breathe wrong if you look wrong he goes I'm going to reveal your names I'm going to embarrass you first of all and, and I think he goes on to say something about that Two of the demons was in his wife's Bible study, and or two of the witches, rather. And they told the rest of them not to react whenever I go to preach this. Okay, it's just, he's, he's running in circles all over this thing, just making chaotic assumptions, all this stuff. Jesus spoke in authority to demons. He did not threaten. Mm-hmm. You know why he didn't have to threaten? Because the demons already know their outcome. Like whenever he cast just one example. And a friend of mine texted me this morning about the same question is that he cast the demons begged him when he was in the demoniac, cast us into the pigs. Don't 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 bring our doom before it's time.
0: Absolutely. They
1: already know. They told they even called Jesus Lord. Mm-hmm. Most of the church don't even call him Lord, man. So you're seeing all of this that we've been given that same authority. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to have scare tactics. I don't have to go and get in front of the church and say, hey, if you, if you don't rid yourself, I'm going to rid you, all this stuff. No, sir, we have been given the authority to speak to that spirit in Jesus' name. I don't want to be, there's an instance in Scripture, again, I'm getting into some future shows here, but where where these religious leaders were praying and trying to cast out demons and all this stuff, and they were saying, in Jesus' name that Paul preaches of, is what they said. In the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, we cast you out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the demons told them this. They said, I know Jesus, and we know about Paul, but who are you? Bro. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. No. I don't want to be... The one where my mouth speaks of him, my heart's far from him. I don't want to be like this chaotic example. Maybe just in this spot. Maybe maybe there's some change going on. Whatever. But in in this instance here, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches of, we cast you out. And he, they said, "I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you?" Mm-hmm. There's something going on, and we gotta pray. We gotta pray for this pastor and pastors like him. We Absolutely. gotta pray for churches who are believing this crap. I'm just. You got to stop it. We got to get the word. We got to get the word preached.
0: And you use that word in a literal sense too. I mean, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: well, I mean, it's not. It's not (laughs) a
0: bad thing. I mean, you know, that's.
1: That's what it is. It's 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 pointless. Exactly. It's it's a mess. It is a. It's entertainment. It's not speaking of kingdom. It's not speaking of eternity. This is this is, experiment, Mm -hmm. almost. So we see that, and I'm going to sum it up some more. All demons are at work, the principalities, to hinder God's church from receiving and growing in truth. There is no truth in demons, in the devil. He, he is There's is no truth in him.
0: It's like you said earlier, the devil can't tell the truth.
1: Right here. In, in Revelation, I didn't read that a second ago, but Revelation 12, verse 10. No, it's good. It says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength. And the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. This is talking about the end when when the enemy is destroyed and all this stuff that accused the brethren that accused. We are brothers to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? But we're also sons and daughters of the of the one true King and all this stuff. So we're seeing this being. Uh, Almost like a beckoning. I I preach a lot about the heaven response to earth. The depths of heaven are called to the depths of the Holy Spirit of God that's inside of me saying, Believe this. Trust this because you're going to have to. If you don't, you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Not just to heaven. You're not going to make it through those trials and tribulations. You're not going to make it whenever that demon does show its face because you welcomed it into your situation. You're not going to know what to do with it because you have not believed the word that was given to you. And it goes on to say in this article that he blamed witchcraft for the outbreak of illnesses in his church recently. Okay, I agree to an extent that this can happen. But God's word tells us that even taking communion with hate in your heart or discord with somebody in the body causes sickness, physical and spiritual. You know, when we've had those communion services and I, and I read those verses that are after You know, the verses we like to use during communion service, it talks about that. It says you need to pray you need to repent before you take this communion because you're bringing damnation on yourself. If you take communion with God, who is love, who is joy, who is peace, who is uh, uh, rejuvenating, who is restoring, and you don't have that heart in you, you're bringing that against yourself. You're bringing the, the, the wrath of God on you that you've been set free from, you know. There is no truth or authenticity in anything that demon, anything that demons say or do. Uh, and I want to close with this. There's one part of this section. Again, I have notes all over this page, but <laughs> another thing another red flag among all these other ones is this. Is that He goes on to say he goes to his congregants that he was not lying to them,
0: and and he, you know, pronouns here. Um, you're still speaking about this pastor, correct? Okay. Same okay. one, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Just wanted to clarify. Uh,
1: he's still telling them that he's not lied to him. So he goes over and over again, telling them, you know, I'm telling you the truth. The devil told me. That this is true, you know, so it sounds it sounds obscene anyway. But he goes on to say that going as far as to swear on the Bible, and he was telling the truth about his encounters with demons, saying that if he lied about that, what won't I lie to you about? And then he goes, this is the part that gets me. He says, hand to God. Mm. Swear to God. In the name of Jesus, if I'm lying, if I'm over-exaggerating what I'm trying to tell these people for the purpose of, basically, popularity, may I drop dead preaching on this platform, mm. having blasphemed the power of the Holy Spirit of God in front of everybody. Mm. Look at this. In the King James, in Matthew 5, 34, it says, But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, mm-hmm. neither by earth, he continues, for that's his footstool or by anything that's made, right? This dude just broke all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on top of all this stuff, all these accusations, all this stuff he's saying that the demons told him, all these things, he even closes out the rant with swearing to God, and he uses that term that, you know, you've heard a lot of people use, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. He's bringing sickness on his church. He's bringing confusion to the body. He's bringing, he's taking the value away from God's Word and His truth mm-hmm. by spreading this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the way we're trying to do it, and I know we've been kind of broke up today about this, just trying to see where we're headed with it. No, we good. do not have to be afraid mm-hmm. of unclean afraid. spirits, but we need to know how to get rid of them. The Bible says to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do not give opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. And his minions. We've got to be aware, and we've got to be not afraid to be aware. Yeah. Awareness brings us to that point of making a decision. Awareness brings us to a point of that we have to be responsible with what we know, and more than that, and who we know, right? And that's all I have on that today. So I just, I just want to bottom line. Please know that we are not bashing this pastor I, I, on some on certain things. I agree with him. Not in this conversation here. Yeah. But in some of the things that he stood for and prayed for and preached, I do agree with it, but there's some things like this that make me wonder uh
0: No my question to you is and I'm not where question, is it coming from? Yeah. You know? No my question to you is and I'm not questioning your your thoughts here on this. Okay. But agreeing with some things that he he said has said, would this not cancel that out at that point?
1: I I believe that things like this.
0: That's question number one.
1: No, I I believe I believe just like anything, you know, the Bible says stay away from things that even have the appearance of evil. That means actions. That means mm-hmm. what we're involved in outside our extracurricular activities, whatever. I believe that this can hurt your witness, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I, what I was saying about you know he's bringing less value to God's word, devaluing it by this. Just like you said, if you just said this crazy stuff and I believed you when you said this, I don't know that I believe that anymore. So it's going to be a uh, like a chain of events in our thought processes, especially those that's under him and serving with him and listening to him as their pastor. This just brought doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And that's just that's just my thought on that. It's like, man, you gotta be careful. Even if we're teaching on it, like I'm so careful. Like there was a lot more stuff mm-hmm. you saw I had written down that I did not share today because I want to make sure I know it's from scripture, but I want to make sure I have the correct context exactly. of that, because that's the most important thing. We can apply it today and God gives us the ability to do that. But there was a there is I believe that there is one literal meaning to God's word.
0: And that's what I really enjoy about your sermons. You preach from the Bible. You give what the Bible gives you. And you don't come out and say, well, this is what I think, which goes into leftovers in just a minute.
1: Right, yeah. I just, my 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 heart is that people know the Bible. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't have to be a double doctorate and in, in all this kind of stuff. We need to know what God says. And he gives us all of that he doesn't. He doesn't say prerequisites. All we all we have to do is believe and trust Jesus, and that gets us to act, complete access to the Father. That's what Jesus died for, man. Not just so we would be set free from hell or from the wrath of God, but that we would create or that, that He would create access. We had what we had in the Garden that we gave up. Jesus gave it back. Mm-hmm. Access. Access to the Father.
0: Well, that was pretty good. I Thank.
1: think so. I mean. We talked a about a lot of it's, stuff. It's, I don't know if any
0: <laughs> Well, I mean that that's that's the thing about these podcasts. You know, I've I've had um we've got a friend of mine who's actually coming on to help me with one of my podcasts. He lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I c I kinda wanna do a shout out to him right quick. Do it. Um shout. Before we get into leftovers. Yeah. So look second ramble time. <laughs> um my friend Nick, uh graduated high school with him and um, that was 21 and a half years ago. <laughs> well, is a long time ago, so you can tell how old I am. And on February 10th, he celebrated his four years of being clean and sober off of meth. Wow. And I got to celebrate that with him. That's good. And Isn't it cool to see that? At, at lunch, we actually, it's kind of funny, <laughs> we ate at a place called Nick and Norman's in Chattanooga. And that's one of his favorite places. It's actually owned by the producers or creators, I guess. I don't know if it's creators or the fa- uh, producers or of The Walking Dead. Oh, it's wow. <laughs> <So laughs> like the zombies and whatnot. Yeah, Uh really, really cool place. I mean, I'm not condoning zombies or anything, but it was a really good food and whatnot. And it's one of his favorite places. I got to, so I wanted to throw a little shout out to him. He was a, he's me and him got back to talking a lot. Sure, in the past. uh few months and you know just my buddy nick i'm still praying for you that's right and he's praying for me with all what i got going on and he's found found god amen and you know what's
1: cool is that whenever we like you say he's praying for you you're praying for him doesn't that help you kind of get your mind off your junk off Mm -hmm. the stuff that's bothering you and all this stuff
0: to a certain extent yes i know and and i'll I'll get in that leftovers so with that being said let's go into leftovers so let's see what uh what we kind of left on the plate here. Okay. Or is in the refrigerator in one of those bowls that you got to figure out, is it butter? Is it butter? Or is it butter beans? <laughs> All right. So like we always do, I go to Bible.com and I yeah. find, I just type in the subject, which today was demons. And um, we'll probably s- stick with this or find something else that pops out later.
1: Yeah, at, at least a couple more shows. I don't know how long it's going to go. I try uh, not to plan that far ahead.
0: The one that really stood out to me was Zechariah 13.2 in the King James Version. And it shall come to pass in that day said, saith the Lord of hosts that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land and they shall no more be remembered. And I... I got my glasses on. Can you read? Uh, and also I will call the prophets and the unclean spirit to pass out of the land.
1: That's right. There is a... Ton and again, we're not going to get into it no, today. No, but it, just in that scripture, Zechariah the prophet was talking about he goes, the Lord of armies or the Lord of hosts, which is the Lord of armies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut out names of the idols in the land, and then there should be no remembrance of them. Mm-hmm. So, not only is he he's gonna do what he did with our sin, right? I'm gonna cut it off of you, I'm gonna forget about it. Yep. Okay, and I will also caused the prophets and the unclean spirit to pass out of the land. So we're talking about false prophets. Okay, so you were talking about, is this guy a false prophet or mm-hmm. this example? There are false prophets and there are workings of the unclean spirits. There's a ton, like I said, we're going to cover that at some point about the many different avenues or whatever, examples of unclean spirits and like uh, what they do yeah. and how we can identify that because they're all different. They all have the same plan, because they come from the same messed up mind. But there's different things that we need to be able to call out, yep. you know, uh, and be bold in that. So there is going to come a time, and there did this actually this happened in scripture, and we can cover that at some point too. But absolutely, that you know, as the let's let's talk about this just real quick. We talk about Jezebel; she was a real person. Mm-hmm. She was running the kingdom, and you know all that stuff went down. But the spirit of Jezebel is this. It's not just a whore of a person trying to cause divorces and all this kind of stuff in the church. Mm -hmm. The spirit of Jezebel also had a stronghold on silencing the mouth of the prophets, cutting out the truth of God's word to the people. So when we talk about that, when we talk about the different spirits and the different different principalities that be, it's important... It's important that we know what we're up against, and that we—it's not us that will right. God said, "Vengeance is mine," mm-hmm. so the important thing is to be be connected to God and be like, "Okay, this is what He said. I believe you. Uh, what what can I do?" He said, "Depend, depend on me." He's giving us weapons, but we don't have to swing a sword at all. All we got to do is trust in God. That's show right. up to battle. Show up. Be faithful enough to show up, and he's gonna he's gonna get rid of that.
0: So, a couple things that I wrote down. One, I don't remember why I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Which is a thing of, you know, that's just me. You know, this this kind of fits, but it kind of don't, I guess. But back in the, and you still have these for whatever reason, and I'm not going to name the denomination or anything, but um, we've all seen them, whether on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, real life, whatever. Did I really just bring up TikTok on this? You podcast? did, but uh, and and you know, there's some there's some interesting stuff on there, um, and all social media can be used for good. Social media can be used for bad, definitely. So that I just that's my little high horse on that one. Um, but this kind of brings me back. This is worse than what I'm fixing to bring up, but like the long hair pastors, you know, the ones that preach on you know the hair being on on your ears and. You know, (laughs) down around your collar and, you know, you're going to hell if you got long hair. Yeah. You know, every artistic portrayal of Jesus on the cross, he had long hair. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you, you preach on one thing and you just bear down on it. And that's all you preach on. What good are you doing? Right. You know, and... Like I said, Hyper, I want to know...
1: Hyper-focused preaching.
0: And this was number two of when I brought up the uh, something earlier, right For the leftovers. Was this an isolated incident? Or did he do this as a series? Did is, No,
1: this the way it's written, I don't know, I wasn't there, obviously, but the yeah, way obviously. it's written is that they were doing church as normal, mm-hmm. service as normal, and then all of a sudden, he just comes out, they, they they put it in the writing as a... Uh, what's the song? What's the hymn they were singing? Oh, How I Love Jesus. Oh, How I Love Jesus. And he comes out saying, the devil told me that there's demons in the church. <laughs> like, which, just,
0: which brings me into my next point. I don't know. I just don't
1: know. I, I mean, I,
0: I would like to know, Is was this an isolated quote-unquote sermon or... And I use air quotes there. Yeah. yeah. Um or is this something that he preaches on or quote
1: unquote air quotes
0: preaches on all the
1: time? I'll say this. Or he, has he, he had other is, subjects like this? He is he is known recently for his kind of like what you were saying about those that get hyper focused on if you got long hair, mm-hmm. God don't hear your prayers or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's he is known for this. Okay, and again, I'm not bashing the guy. I'm just saying that there's some stuff in there. Uh, you know, he's the the COVID nineteen skepticism. He called pastors sissies for shutting their churches down, and uh, uh, different other topics. Yeah, I just said the COVID one because that's right now. That's still that's still a thing. That's, that's um, like
0: bringing politics into church.
1: Correct. That's I mean, exactly what it's you know what it's been. Unfortunately,
0: the COVID nineteen yeah, it's a bad thing. Yeah, there's 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 something out there going around, but it's been so politicized that you don't know. And I'm not trying to get political on this, but you don't know what's right, what's wrong. If you look to God, God's gonna bring us through it all, and it don't matter. It don't matter what it looks like to me. Exactly. You know, it God's gonna bring us through this. If I mean, it's your time. It's your time. You know he's, and and I had to. I came to that realization right after Christmas. You know, sure. When it's your time, it's your time, and you know, you, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no amount of prayer that people can give. You know, the prayer of heal this person may be God saying, "I'm gonna heal this person." It's time for you to come home. Because I just yeah. had. A, I recently had a friend. Sure. Um a family friend um of my parents passed away, and um you know he was older, give him that, but he um recently passed away, and you know it was and and the one thing that I've been seeing online is you know and this is one thing I'll bring up in just a second, you know, praying for the family, but the family has taken it as just like I see things when it's your time. It's your time, and it was his time. God needed him in heaven for a different purpose than being on this earth. On this earth,
1: well, we never know what part of our testimony mm-hmm. is going to have the most impact. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we want our life to impact people for good, for mm-hmm. God, right? But there have been, and not to just harbor on the on the death thing, because for the Christian, death is life, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So. But there are people who have, like you are talking about, they passed on in our life. You have great memories of that, and even in their death, that testimony is this: you know, everybody that dies doesn't go to heaven, mm-hmm. but the Bible says those who believed and feared God, when they pass here, they pass through judgment, mm-hmm. and they're they're in the presence of God. You and, know, so,
0: and s- s- saying that, you know, the the testimony and seeing that what good people did, and sometimes you don't find out. Until after the fact. Right. It's like when my mama passed away in two thousand nine. We had the wake and everything. We're standing there at funeral home. You got the oh I'm you have my sympathy and we're praying for y'all and still gonna bring that up in just a second, I promise. <laughs> but the three things that really brought me comfort in that is my favorite high school teacher, which was my agriculture teacher, my FFA advisor. And to this day, I, I thank the world of him. Still see him around every now and then. And he's actually a, um, the uh, PA announcer at the, my old high school football. So it's kind of good to, you know, every once in a while I'll go back and hear him and see him. I know where to find him. Yeah. Um, He showed up to see us because he knew my mama because they worked in the district together. And he was my daddy's best friend in high school. So – and then my college professor slash president – was my mama's superintendent over the district when she was working there. And he was one of my professors in college. And he came. That was two of the big things. But the one thing that I knew my mama was good. Yeah. I knew she, she was my world. And because I spent more time with her than I did my daddy because he worked there. He, he worked swing shifts at um, you know, Michelin and whatnot. And didn't get to see as much of him back in the day. I mean, I see more of him now because he's retired. Well, I say that, but I can't keep him at home. Yeah. He's retired. Um, But there was a guy come through with his son, and he looked at my daddy and looked at me and said, if it wasn't for your wife and your mama, my son couldn't read.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And he said, I thank God every day for Jackie. That's right. Because my son could not read, and she spent extra time with him. And that's the Lord's word, right that's there. Right. My mom once told me, she said, "Do right, or the Lord's going to knock a hickey on your head." And <laughs> as country as that sounds, sure, I've lived by that.
1: Well, no, I mean, we're—you never know your impact. Yeah, you know, I've said that before to the church: is that you don't know, you don't know the impact that you have, and I've I've heard it told this way: is that whoever you were a good example too or even a bad example whatever you gave to them the mm-hmm. impression or whatever that influence one turns into two ter- two turns into four four turns into eight mm-hmm. you it's it's impact eternal impact so yep. like you're saying why don't we look at it that way look at life that way the way we should be looking at it mm-hmm. and impact it God calls us to be light in the dark places in those sad situations, in those bad situations, or even in those confused situations, that we can be. You know, we he called us out to be on a hill. Mm-hmm. Not for us, but that the sun would shine on us and we freak like a prism and it just, poof, just blows out, you know. Leaving that, leaving that legacy, even in not our own children, but leaving that legacy to people. Exactly. You know?
0: Now, and one thing I wanted to bring up. The I'm gonna leave one thing for you know later on. Okay, I'm just not I'm, I'm just not ready to bring that up yet. So I've left a spoil. I left spoiler? Left a, no, art. not a spoiler, but uh, suspense. Suspense. Yeah. Sus- so I'll make you want to listen for next time. See if I bring it up. <laughs> um, going back we'll to we'll the false forget. prophets. Okay. And I, I get funny looks sometimes because I like I like history. I oh, really yeah. do. Um, big Civil War person. You know, um, I actually have, you know, a couple of family members that I went out and found documentation. They were yeah. Confederate soldiers and whatnot. Too, so yeah. I like to see, you know, how far they made it in the war and whatnot. I actually I had, had
1: family on both sides. Really? Which is sort of weird. But.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people did because that's mm-hmm. why they call it a civil war and mm-hmm. everything. Um, I actually had my great, great, great grandfather on my daddy's side, you mm-hmm. know, made it all the way to Appomattox courthouse. Mm-hmm. And he was under, you know, I, I'm not getting that. Yeah, sure. Anyway, but... Uh,
1: we need history.
0: Well, World War One, World War Two, and, you know, it, the old cliche or, or adage or saying or whatever you want to call it, if you don't remember history, you're doomed to repeat it. hmm And that even goes, ties into the Bible. Correct. Right. But you look at, like, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a name here. Jim Jones.
1: hmm
0: You know... You look at what he was doing what was it in the Midwest and then he moved to San Francisco I think it was and then you know moved everybody to South America mm-hmm. and then the the craziness
1: all of that moving from each space was hiding yes was hiding from something too uh you know a rumor started here well we got to move yeah or whatever and
0: and then the 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 Drinking of the, most of the world
1: knows the outcome,
0: and and you, and you hear <laughs> and you and you hear that saying of drinking the Kool Aid. It actually wasn't Kool Aid, and <laughs> we give Kool Aid a bad name. <laughs> it was Flavor Aid, flavor by the way. Aid. Yeah, so, um, you know, the poisoning and the mass suicide yeah. that he caused. It wasn't a mass suicide; it was a mass murder. Yeah, right. Because, he killed himself too. Yeah, he killed himself. He's he's the one that committed suicide. Everybody else, you know, quote unquote, air quotes. Drank the Kool-Aid that was, you know, laced with cyanide and all this other stuff. You know, that right there was the, I used the term, devil incarnate right there. Yeah. I mean, devil on earth that if we're not going to make it out of this, we're going to show the world that we're going to our heaven, which even brings in the thought of the, the cult.
1: What are you got to think is of
0: Heaven's Gate. Remember them? Oh, yeah. they they, wow. they They talked yeah. about. Uh, I remember, and this is this is the weird part. I remember standing outside of church during revival, mind you, during revival, and looking and seeing the Hellbop comet. The Hellbop comet for the Heaven's Gate was the there was a spaceship trailing that comet, and they were to basically kill themselves.
1: So their spirits will meet. So their in the spirits
0: will meet in the air in that UFO behind the hellbot Comet, and it was it was really eerie that we were in revival. at the church I grew up in, mm-hmm. and that revelation, not in the sense of the book, but you know that that news came out that that happened at the same time, and that was profound for me. That yeah. you know here I am learning about God. And getting revived in my walk with God during that time, and I don't remember the pastor's name, but i re- and I don't remember what his subject was of his sermons that week. I do remember it was very profound, and he was one of the best evangelists I'd ever seen at that church, and I actually got to run the sound for him, so that was a you know another little tidbit there that just made made it so much better that he trusted me as a teenager. To run the sound for him, and he he was giving me his praises every night that you know I could hear myself, and that furthered my sound career into you know passion, yeah, yeah, and but it was just like you know here I am learning about God, reviving my life, reviving my walk with God, and then this happens. Mm -hmm.
1: Why? Well, well, we we talked about that uh, that those those familiar spirits, that that false teaching. Mm-hmm. False prophecy, all this stuff. Had these people read the word of God, mm-hmm. had these people gotten themselves under maybe they're hard on you a little bit, but got under some good, faithful Bible teaching, mm-hmm. accountability partner type deal, they would not have fallen under that. You know, people talk about you talking about the World War II stuff. How in the world did all those Jews
0: that's just, just go don't, into the don't go into mess the, with the Jews? <laughs> go into
1: the camp. You know? Yeah. Well, they were lied to. For one thing, but all this stuff that's what I'm talking The bottom line is this we have to know the truth or we're gonna believe anything else is the truth. We have to know the one truth, or you're gonna believe anything else. You're gonna trust everything now,
0: else. You've said it before. You don't know you're still learning about the Bible. And I don't know near as much. I, I I know a, some about the Bible. I don't know near as much as I should. You know more than I do. It and, and is is it not in the Bible that proves the fact that the Israelites have already wiped one race of the Earth people off the Earth?
1: Oh yeah, I can't think of their name right now. Yeah, but yes, there there is where he, where he talks about. He says. Uh, If if they pass by this sword, the next sword's gonna get them. Mm -hmm. And if they pass by this sword, that sword's gonna just destroy them. Yeah. So, yeah, we we definitely need to get on that. But there there is a supposedly a generation of people that was wiped off. off Yeah, just extinct. Um, And he'll do that. Yeah, and and, you know eventually there's so much
0: that you could go into and look into this and tie it into other false prophets. Sure. And false teachings of, of God. Well we gotta word. know
1: that it's it's been it's always been the same problem. Mm-hmm. Either we believe God or we don't. And you
0: and you see the ones like, you know, there's there's been a few on T V. There's been a few that have been accused of being false prophets that are still on T V today. Yeah. all name names. And you know, there's one in our local area. I just thought of three. Just thought of three. <laughs> yeah, let's don't let's don't drop any names. But there, there's one in our local area here. Yeah. That, you know, people looked at at least one,
1: at least one,
0: one big one that we can, you know, yeah, we're not, yeah, you know, we're not all naming names, and again, you know,
1: it's not the people that we're trying to diminish. It's yeah. the spirit that's functioning exactly. in that in that area.
0: You know, certain interpretations of certain scripture, yeah, that was an earthly interpretation, not a godly or heavenly um interpretation of it. Stuff like that that just, you know that I mean that, that person is no longer in, in charge of sure that organization.
1: For obvious reasons. Yeah,
0: for obvious reasons. <laughs> and unobvious reasons. There's sure. there's other things that went on. But um it just That hit me so hard because I had friends in that, in that church yeah. that, you know, believed in this pastor. But then thank, thank the Lord so much every day, because I prayed about this a lot, that they did not follow him. They followed God. Mm-hmm. And they were questioning those teachings. Correct. Or supposed teachings.
1: And that's proof. Yeah. That if, if we're in the Word... Is it going to be uncomfortable? Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable because we as people, I heard it said last night, I was listening to a uh, another a podcast of uh, pastors that I follow pretty strongly, and he says we are called to be more than the representation of Christ. Mm-hmm. We're called to be re-presenters. Mm-hmm. Not just representation, but re-presenting the Word, mm-hmm. Right until the whole world hears right so i'm excited about what we're doing i'm excited about what we're about to get into and this kind of gives us uh the foundation of this i pray and hope that those listening those that will listen you're blessed by this and you do studies of your own yes because absolutely. we need we and i want to hear we want to hear from you We want to hear what you think about this um we again to we're give not, how to contact us at yeah, beginning tell the show. them how they can get in touch with us
0: i'll add it in at the beginning okay. of the show if you had not already heard it um
1: but I am I'm oh, out of I'm out of words I'm out of yeah. things today so I'm ready ready we're preparing already yeah. for the next show which will be sooner than later yes I have been terrible about getting consistent with this thing but we are going to make sure especially at least for this series yeah we're and and hopefully uh, like I said I've got friends that that study specifically uh, demonology uh, you know eschatology, all this stuff. Yeah. That hopefully we can get at least, even if we got to get them on a phone call or whatever, that we can get some more information. That it's not just, uh, the two of us talking, the, yeah. but there, there are people. And I know that people are listening. You have seen and witnessed stuff like this. We want to hear your testimony yeah. and that we want to hear what the Lord's uh, been doing with you. And the, since and, the, then. and
0: the good thing about it is now that, you know, we've got the, we're, Oh, I, I actually moved our studio out of the church. Yeah. Not to say that we wanted to, but it was just easier sure. to do it no, here at the, good. at the headquarters. But um, I've got more resources here because all my stuff is here and, you know, the, the sure. equipment is out of the box and not being traveled around. And hopefully it'll be in a permanent location here soon. Um, Very good. Within the next year. But uh, tinyurl.com slash five and two podcast. And spelled out five and two podcast. Um, five and Two Podcast at gmail.com Now remember, there is a box at the bottom of the website that you can put your email address in. And once we get more subscribers, yes, please do that. We'll, we'll start sending out a you know a monthly newsletter mm-hmm. just to give an idea of where we've gone, where we're going, and the exciting things. And you know, email us if you are listening to this and you know you have a
1: maybe topics you want covered, topics you or, want covered,
0: or if you want to come on the show, yeah. and be the opposition of what we're talking about. So we, we we want we we ask for that we you know, we we're open that. we're open minded we are that. equal opportunity. It's like um, we
1: benefit we benefit from we'll give listening you, yeah right? we'll
0: give you equal airtime sure just to you know voice your opinion. Now, you know is it something you know are we going to you know go up beyond our beliefs? No, but we're going to give you an opportunity to speak your word, and you know it's our what's the word responsibility that God has given us to witness to the masses maybe that's our our chance to witness to you
1: right
0: you know whether you want to believe it or not that's up to you
1: I think we should be we give you okay give with the our tools our our it helps me at least to be a better knowledgeable of God's word when I hear something that challenges me like hmm why do I believe that mm-hmm. or why I don't believe certain things or whatever. Yeah. So it can all be good. We don't have to fight and argue all the time. Exactly. But, yeah, no, we welcome you. Please come join us, uh, get a part of us, contact us, like and share our podcast. Please do. It would be awesome. It's
0: all over Anchor, um, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. So some biggies out there. Wherever you find your podcast, go find it, share it, tell your friends. um, Or your enemies. Or your enemies, yeah. I mean, this the, the, you could use this. And I'm not saying that you have to use us, but yeah. you could use, if you feel led to, you could use this as a witnessing tool to, you know, your friends and go, listen, these two guys are, you know, mo- mostly Russ. I'm just here just as oh, man. helping out. Um, you were the heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just I Which just is not a pun
1: me. against your health <laughs> issue right wow. now.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: I just thought that when but anyway so um you know
0: this could be a witnessing tool to your friends and family that you know hey these two guys are pretty funny but they give a profound message and i want you to listen to it and you know yeah i hope that and and i hope that you get out of it what i get out of russ every sunday that he's he's preaching the word of god and he's not preaching it in a sense that this is my interpretation. This is God's interpretation. That's, that's what right. He, that's what he's doing. And that's what I really but like That's the best one.
1: Yeah. Regardless, and, and you know something that I, 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 sh- I cannot stress enough, is that read the Bible. Even if you don't understand Absolutely. it, read it. Because it says, Faith comes by hearing of the Word of God. Read it aloud. Listen to it on your phones. On uh, Whenever we quote scripture on the podcast, whatever. The Holy Spirit knows. And it's going The Holy Spirit of God is going to perfect in you what that word is supposed to be doing. And I had a pastor growing
0: up that always said, don't take my word for it. Yes. Don't ever take the word of a pastor to heart. Read as he is reading from the Bible. Yes. And we've said this before, and this is one topic that I really want to go into later on, is the different... Versions of the Bibles, because there's there's certain versions that omit parts, and then you know there's other. What's the what's the one that the? And I'm not I'm, I'm not down the Catholics on this, but what's the 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 version that they have? There's a there's other books of, of their Bible. Sure,
1: there there's more books in there. And I and can't the remember what I, the name of it is. But. And we can talk about the why our Bibles canonized the yeah. way that it is yeah so and that's but, important but there's
0: there supposedly other books of the bible that's there that certain denominations or religions or whatever you want to call it use that you know maybe the baptist and the presbyterian the methodist don't use sure and an
1: example of that is like dead sea scrolls yes um which i i've read the book of enoch i've read josephus yeah. i've read all those um there's good stuff in there the reason our bible in in short and in closing uh is that our the reason our bible is put together the way it is is that it points to god mm-hmm. it points to the miracles of jesus it points to the gospel that saved the world okay the other stuff is just historical books yeah. and it fills in the gaps of some things but it and, doesn't change it and, and that's why it doesn't i wanna, change
0: it at all and that's where i want to go with that and i and to me me myself, I want to you know study on it and sure find you know references like this book what' was the name of it? strong man's his name what's his game uh Dr Jerry and Carol Robinson yeah Robison.
1: they have a this is this is part one of that book okay I, I have both part one and part two
0: all right well I will like I said in the description on this podcast and hopefully on our website get some good stuff now there's here.
1: other there's others uh, who have put book. out stuff about you know demons and um and demons and stuff like that. So this is just very simple. Yeah. Very simple study. You want to get in there, you wanna make your own notes. Uh they give you that ability. And it's all scriptural reference. It's not what they think or whatever.
0: The one thing I wanted to bring up that I I forgot to bring up. I don't remember why I wrote this. Okay. The not listening to God. Um demons to me can be a literal sense of, you know, the spirits of the devil. But demons, too, this is my closing. Yeah. Demons, too, can be a figurative thing, too, because I can remember a time, and I'm going to give you a little bit of my background, you, you know, my bad days. Yeah. Well, I was maybe. in college, and I was sitting in a buddy of mine's house, and I was inebriated, and I had a epiphany, basically. You know, God spoke to me. Sure. So put it down. Yeah. Put it down. And we'll, we'll, that's a that's subject that I want to get into one day yeah. with, you know, alcohol and God's word and whatnot. Um, I was drinking heavy, very heavy. What was it all about? A woman. You know, I was head over heels for this, for this girl, and she rejected me. And I thought, you know, I had high hopes. And, you know, now I see the error in my ways. And, sure. You know, you got a wonderful wife. I said a wonderful wife, honey. So won't you know that? And it was recorded. And it was recorded and the world can hear it. I w only <laughs> in there. Um the uh I sat down and had a had a talk and I spoke to the, I don't remember it, but buddy of mine tells me this all the time. He said I walked in and you were sitting at the kitchen table and you were talking to a bottle of Jack Daniels. And saying, you're not gonna beat me, yeah, I don't remember it, but i he he tells that story
1: well the the thing we'll also get into with the whole demonology thing is deliverance, yeah, there has to be deliverance ministry in that but so i always I always heard back that. in the day
0: especially with you know with my music and everything rock and roll and uh professional wrestling, they always talk about he had to conquer his demons, demons, and I saw something there about drugs mm-hmm. and you know, different things. You've got the literal demons of spirits of the devil. But you've also got the, the figurative demons that those spirits bring in.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's kind of where that's at. Sure. We'll,
1: we'll, okay. g- we'll continue okay. that in the next segment. Yeah, absolutely. Close us out.
0: Well, um, again, go to our website, tinyurl.com slash 5and2podcast. 5and2podcast at dot com. Russ. We're gonna pray. Let's let's pray.
1: And we're gonna leave. Father God, thank you. For giving us the ability to do this. Thank you for the the gifts uh and, and material that you've given TJ to be able to produce this for us. And God, we just thank you for your word, Lord, it does confirm for us that we don't have to be afraid in what we don't understand. You know, we we know that confusion brings anger and frustration, but God, you are a God of peace. And Lord, we just connect with you right now. We just we agree with you on this word. Uh, and where, where you're about to take us in this series, so Lord, I just pray it would bless those that are listening. And Lord, they would be strengthened by your word day in and day out. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. So go out and subscribe to the website. There, is, I, I think if there's if there's not, I will try and get it. Figure out how to do it. But I believe there's a prayer request thing on there. So okay. if you have a prayer request, please send it to us, and we'll pray for you on the show here. You know, not going into a whole lot of detail unless you want us to. Sure. And yeah. um, you know, continue to pray for the show here and. You know, pray for Russ and you know, thank you for your continued support and prayer for me also yes. as I'm going through my health challenges. But hey, got the right people in place and we're gonna get this thing worked out. So Bingo. For uh, Russ Tolson. I'm T J. This has been the Five and Two Podcast.
1: See ya.